We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everyone. It's Lindsay Rhodes, and I've got a new podcast, The NFL Road Show fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get you set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas, and with me today on the bottom of the screen here on twitch.tv slash miheatbeat is our producer and co-founder, Brian Gwent. really like Jack Jacket. The Jack Jacket. <laughs> Flawless start to the show. On the bottom bottom left-hand corner, you can see our trash tweeter, Jack Alfonso. What's up? It was a $1 jacket. $1. You can believe I that. Paid, I paid more for coffee than you did for a suit. That's incredible. That's right. Listen. Mr. Deals. Uh, on the left-hand side of me, you can see our Heat Twitter president, Alf. What are we drinking? You have something in the cup. Nothing. I don't drink on non-game days. <laughs> you keep, uh, it's like, it's like, uh, Kawhi not practicing. You know, you gotta, you gotta stay ready. Uh, exactly. load management. I have to do something about this liver. It needs a day off. <laughs> Listen, I don't blame you. Uh, by the way, that that voice Alf uh, that you hear if you're listening to the podcast, uh, make sure to tune in to Hangover Time, our Miami Heat post game show, live here on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, we're alternating one day Twitch, one day YouTube. Uh, tomorrow's after the game, Alf is going to be here hosting. 
twitch.tv slash MIHeapy right at the buzzer of the game. So make sure to be here. We're going to tweet out a link and keep you guys informed. But after every game, Alf's hosting uh, our post-game show. Hangover time. We're going to get branding for you and everything. Exciting. Load up Twitch, the uh, the app, with five minutes left in the game. That's how, that's how you're going to be on time. Thanks to Tone for subbing. It's a Yo, tier one to sub. Tone is a uh, Tone is OG he Twitter. We appreciate you. Uh W's in the chat. You're the best man. Thank you so much. All right. So we're not gonna do a long pod today. We're gonna do a yeah, you are hip with, with getting Twitch. Listen, if, I know that he Twitter is not maybe uh with the times with the Twitch stuff. I know it's kind of new to you guys. Uh if you're a pod listener, uh come by stream. We're gonna stream every podcast. So come check us out, see how fun this is. We're having a lot of fun with the streams and everything. Obviously, we're gonna upload to the pods always. Uh, the pod feed is is first and foremost, but we're doing kind of the stuff on the side to kind of grow our platform a bit. Uh, so kind of wanted to. We're not gonna, we're not going to do too much today, but there's a couple things I thought were interesting, kind of exiting preseason and entering the regular season. I kind of came up with an eleven man rotation that I feel like are gonna play games, right? Like the Heat have a lot of depth, and I think for a season in which. We're going to have a lot of uh, maybe injury or maybe there might be players taking time off for COVID. I, I think that depth is going to be important. So, Alf, I want I kind of want to start with you. Get right into this. I have my 11 guys that I think are just like solidly going to play this regular season are Tyler, Goron, Duncan, Avery Bradley, Jimmy Butler, Andre Iguodala, Mo Harkless, Casey Okpala, Bam, Precious, and Olenek. That leaves Kendrick Nunn, Strout, Struss, and Myers, who are like kind of fringe rotation players with kind of Vincent, Udonis, and, and Silva just like on the total outs. Do you think that those three guys can break the I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, I, I, I agree with you just from like a talent and what we've seen in the preseason at the end of last season standpoint. But we've also seen Spo um, <laughs> go to Nunn a lot, um, even when we as a fan base probably feel like he shouldn't. So I don't, I don't really count none out just yet, right? I think there's, uh, I think he can play his way right into the rotation, and I think there's going to be guys like who knows, uh, Mo Harkless. We haven't seen much from him. Max Struss looks like he should get minutes. I mean, Strew Struss, I'm sorry, uh, whatever his name is, uh, he looks <laughs> like he should get minutes after the last game, you know. But that's only one preseason game, so it's it's tough right now, but I, I agree with you. If it was up to me, that would probably be my 11-man t- rotation that you just named. Um, but we've seen Spo do things that, you know, out of the ordinary. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Casey Arcpala just doesn't play much for some reason. Like, that's just a Spo thing. You never know. So uh, I agree with you, but who knows, right? It, 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 it's, it's kind of with Spo, you just – you know, like Nash rolled out the same starting lineup uh, for his first game of the season with the Nets that he's been playing in the preseason. That's not something Spoh's going to do. All, you know, that's Spoh is just, you know, he's hard to predict. We were talking like in the chat, like, well, who's, you know, our friend Leif of Five on the Floor brought up, like, who's starting at the four? And I'm like, I think Harkless, but like, I think KZ probably deserves it. And we've talked a lot about this, but I just kind of think that that lends to like the questions on the depth that we have, like, I think the nun stuff, uh, Jack, is pretty interesting because, like, I don't know if he's going to, like, they have four guards that I think are going to play ahead of him and Tyler and Duncan and Goron and in um, Avery Bradley. I don't really know where Kendrick Nunn, like, chat saying that Kendrick Nunn is kind of Goron insurance, which I agree with. But I think, like, as a regular in the rotation, I think it's just hard 
for me to see because like they brought Avery Bradley for a reason. Like unless he just straight up sucks, like I think that they brought him here to play. I yeah, I kind of disagree with you on this, and we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, I think Kendrick Nunn is going to have no problem finding playing time this regular season if he's like back to some level of competence. Obviously, if he played like he did right after he got COVID, there's no chance he's going to play. But, I mean, I think they're going to want to save Goron for the playoffs. I really do not think Avery Bradley is a reliable presence in the regular season. He just has not been for the past couple of years of his career. Um, I don't know. Like, when's the last time he played 70 games, 60 games? Like, I just don't see him as a regular presence in the regular season. Maybe we'll see. He also didn't look that great in the preseason. But again, he straight up all preseason. He looked really bad. But again, with all of these questions about like, whether Struz deserves to play or whether KZ deserves to play, is like we got such a small sample of these guys. We got no summer league. So like we would have gotten to see like a lot more Struz if we got a longer preseason, um, if we got a summer league or something like that. And I, I just don't know what to expect from any of it. Like, we don't know how these guys look in practice. My gut says Harkless is going to start the first night. Um, I think Kate um, Kendrick Nunn is going to be fine finding minutes. I just don't think they're going to push Goron too well, there's gonna Obviously, be Goron is their point guard. There's going to be minutes for everybody because Mo Harkless is going to foul out in the second quarter. So, <laughs> yeah. he does you know. How do you foul out of a preseason game? Like, I, 11, like 000, I like 18 minutes of preseason. It's amazing. It has to be a record. Oh, so yeah, Alex got mad at me because like I tweeted, I'm like, yo, when are we allowed to be concerned about Mo Harkless? Because like he looks bad. And I Sedano's yelling at me on Twitter, like, how dare I question veteran Mo Harkless? Well, no, the, the funny thing about you questioning Mo Harkless is you opined for yeah. Mo Harkless all last season. Like, you could not believe that he did not keep him in that trade when he was never going to be kept in the trade. Like, it, it made absolutely no sense. You were the biggest Mo Harkless stand last year, and now you're bashing him on Twitter. You deserved it. Good job, Sedano. <laughs> you know, I, re- like, I was, like, so mad that they gave up a first-round pick to dump him. I was like, Mo Harkless is good. They kept Myers Leonard. And uh, Myers turned out to be like actually pretty fucking solid last season. So I think mean, egg on my face, but Sedano upcoming guest on Hangover Time. Oh, confirmed. Uh, I mean, at some point, I don't know when. Yeah, it's, listen, George, George, George is a friend of the show. Uh, we have uh, actually imagine being drunk yelling at Sedano. That's going to be really good. You do it sober. You've done it sober I mean, on the pod. Imagine me drunk yelling at him. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, nothing like hot take Harry back in the day yelling at Sedano. That was the best. For for OG fans, um, Harris, so is that your name, Harrison? <laughs> Sedano pretending, yo, Sedano pretending like he's big time. He doesn't know us and follow us. We know, we see you, George. Hollywood, George. Hollywood, George. George is such a sellout. Um, I like looking looking kind of the start of the season against Orlando, and 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 like I I I want to see if like they get Struce a little a little time. So Alf, we talk so much shit. On Max Drews, Nikias uh, tweeted at some point in the first half of the game one against the Pelicans when uh, around halftime, Nikias said he is one of the worst NBA players I've ever seen in my life. Since then, he's been on a Hall of Fame trajectory. Uh, <laughs> we on Hangover Time just totally fucking made fun of him. We called him so many names. Uh, we said that Giannis signed the extension because Max Drews saw him play and said, I don't want to be a part of that. That's how bad he looked that game. And now he's like, we're talking about him as a rotation player. What the fuck are we doing? 
Um, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. And that's one of the things I like people to, rem- to remind people at all times. Like, none of us know shit, especially about players we've never seen before, which is why I always think it's funny when people get all crazy about uh, draft picks. Like, we, we saw one game of Max Struess, and I was ready to get – I was going to call uh, the State Department and have him deported. Um, I don't know where he's from, but he was going he's back. Germany. <laughs> or, or, right, whatever. And now I'm all like, I am like 100% on the Struss bus, the Struess caboose, whatever you want to call it. Struess Ooh, caboose. I like that one. I it's like the Struess caboose. Mm, yeah, I don't know. He's he was born by the way in Hickory Hills, Illinois. It's almost like the culture. Wait, Max Struess is wait, Max <laughs> isn't German? No, he's Hickory Hills, Illinois. Why 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 okay. did we deport him? There's no way he's a he's not an American, is he? He went to he went to DePaul. His head is shaped like someone from the Eastern Bloc. <laughs> What's right? that supposed to mean? <laughs> is that is is that racist? I don't know. He's thick. He's like thick. I thought he was power forward when I first saw him play. He's a big dude. Honestly, I'm all I'm all I'm on a Struce caboose or whatever. I like him. I, I'm a fan. I think I'm I in. Think I'm in. After after we deported him, I, he's been great. Maybe he responds to that. Uh, I, and his maybe. size is. And you talk about his size, Jack. Like it's actually pretty interesting. A guy that big, like he's a big dude. Like he's not going to get tossed around. You know, you might. You're not going to have some of the same concerns you had with you know some of the you know some some of the slider guys slider shooters that we've seen in the past like Wayne Ellington or even Tyler Hero like he's a big solid dude so hopefully if you know I really haven't paid much attention to his defense because like I mean he's been he's been all world offensively but if his defense is at least you know Duncan <laughs> Robinson Tyler Hero uh please be above Kendrick Nunn level I mean, and he can shoot and, and do some of the things that we've seen him do. Like, that's a rotation player. Well, we got to see um, what the shooting looks like. I mean, KZ shot lights out. And then I think he made 11 threes in the G League all last year. So yeah. it's just kind of hard to predict. Like, anybody can make six threes in a game. I'm not saying I'm not impressed by either of them. I'm excited about Struess. He looked good, but yeah. But it's one preseason like- game. But what you can say about both Struess and Akpala is that they've shown these flashes in college. Um, now that now that he had a good game, I actually learned a little bit about Struess. I still didn't know he was American, so I didn't really I mean, do all my are, research. He looks kind of like Cuban. You said Eastern Bloc. He looks like a Cuban frat boy. Ah, uh, no, he looks uh, he looks like he fought in the Civil War. Didn't you call um, him the, the lead villain character on The Sound of Music? Yeah, he. I, I, yeah, I did say he looked like a villain on The Sound of Music, which is is vaguely racist. Um, the lead villain in Sound of Music is Hitler. That's, yeah. Wait, what? So, <laughs> so you see where I, you see where I was going with <laughs> that? that, one, that that's a concern. Um, I didn't know that. That's who the lead villain is. Poor it's Max Struess. He's the main villain. But now he's a Hall he of Famer. Like Hitler. Listen, he he's on. Preseason Gerald Green pace of shooting. You know, we we love that here. First ballot Hall of Famer, preseason Gerald Green. He's Struess is a guy like the Heat love those. And I don't even think like Struess will be the last. Like if, they'll find guys like him. Like, look what they did with Wayne Ellington. Like these kind of shooters that relocate and run around a lot and and like love to shoot off catch and shoots and handoffs. And like, look, they did it with Wayne, they did it with Duncan, and now they found another guy. In Struess, that looks at the bare minimum like he's a, just a fucking good shooter. I don't know if he could do anything else, 
I think he could shoot. I'm pretty confident. Did you see him dunk could last game? I mean, I, I couldn't believe yeah. that. I couldn't believe levels, that. Three level score. <laughs> jersey up in the rafters. I mean, just an absolute steal. He's gonna love Houston. People, yeah. People forget. People forget Josh Richardson. Even like second round pick. Like obviously a great pick, but like the shooting kind of came out of nowhere his senior year at Tennessee, and he was not projected as like necessarily this great three and D guy. And it wasn't till late in his first season. There's a great story about how Spo really pushed him to practice his threes. He was historically great. His form. He was historically yeah. great for a few weeks. Like historically great as a rookie with shooting. He's at 60% Tyler Johnson as well. Do you remember? Tyler Johnson like, was a huge, like looking at their shooting form, just projecting really well, um, finding the sleeper shooter. So they've got they so good at have this. a knack for that. Yeah. I'm never going to doubt, like, I, 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 the precious pick, I almost doubted them. And I, Alf made, Alf made so much fun of me when I was like, I don't really like the vision of them getting a big. And Alf was like, are you fucking stupid? And I was like, you know what, Alf, you're so, I'm not going to doubt them anymore. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't Nikaias know. Did what it. am I doing? Nikaias did it again this year. I know. I know. And, and he, I was like, dude, when are we going to learn? Come on. Like, there were people that wanted TJ Leaf. You know what I mean? Is he even in the league? <laughs> He's available. Uh, <laughs> then why do we no. give Bam an extension if TJ Leaf is around? That's right. Who did we want that draft? Was it um I wanted OG and an OB. Which would not no, have been yeah, a bad yeah. It was OG. Uh, for OG, the band yeah. draft, for, we wanted Donovan Mitchell. No, yeah, we wanted Mitchell. Oh, but, but that no. I mean he wasn't available. So it doesn't matter. What was the and the last year was the Romeo Langford draft, and you were obsessed with Romeo Langford. I really like Romeo Langford. Um I liked you PJ wrong. Washington a lot too. I think PJ Washington would have been a really good pick. Uh, Obviously, geez, Tyler Hero is the right choice. He's thinking about Siku Dumbuya. Oh yeah, no, yeah, Seku would have been Seku great was the too. other guy. Yeah, Seku. Yeah, we're I wrong. I still like Seku, but like Hero is really good. I was wrong about Hero. I don't think I was wrong about Seku. I still think he was going to be good, and I think PJ Washington looks really good with the Hornets. Um, PJ Washington. But yeah, I was dead wrong about Tyler Hero. Tyler, Nobody's Tyler might been be as wrong at anything. Yeah. Is Tyler going to be the third best player from that draft? He has is he already? He's going to be top second five. best right now. He's, I mean, he's like, going to end yeah, up being I think Zion and, and 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 and. Oh no, ja, yeah, that's right, John Morant. Okay, he's third. John Morant's really good. There's, I want There's a lot of talent. I think people are saying the Nets look really good right now. Yeah, they I do. wouldn't so, know. I can't watch it again because I'm doing this. It's so minutes, I, it's five minutes into the first quarter. Like, calm down. So the funny, I was like staring at the TV. I, you know, I've been. I I went on a podcast a little bit earlier and I was talking about the Nets. Traitor. He didn't like. Huh? Yeah. What the hell? Traitor. What are you talking about? I'm saying Cam Reddish. Get out of here with Cam Reddish. I wanted him too, but no, he ain't. He's not even a starter on the the freaking Hawks right now. So yeah, he he can't put him up there. But then I want want to give these kids a shout out. They're they're Northeastern University students. Uh, They do a good show. I was on. Be on the lookout for them. It's called Tom and Dave. Uh, they, They just started the pod. I went on and they were asking me like, what matchup concerns you for the Heat? And I was like, theoretically, I think the Nets kind of scare me because they have like, I think still think their their biggest weakness is their point of attack defense. Uh, I mean, they, they managed to overcome that in the playoffs. So I'm not like too concerned. But if I had to pick a weakness, it'd be that. And then, you know, Durant's obviously a freak at the power forward spot. And like they don't, you know, Jay Crowder's not here. I don't know how Mo Harkless is going to look doing guarding to KD. You know, you kind of hope KZ takes that role. You don't want Bam to do a full time. So like. I kind of look at that matchup theoretically, and I was like, "That that could look bad. That could look bad." He beat his only podcast. Yes, 
So no, yeah, the could, Nets are it, up twenty three to nine right now, and both Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have combined for twenty points of those twenty three points. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're, those, those two guys are are good at basketball. Yeah, but there's Probably, a, there's yeah. there's what I call a weirdo factor when it comes to the Nets. Like there there's weird shit that could happen with that locker room and that team. So I just don't trust them yet. And I'm not calling Kyrie a weirdo. And honestly, he is a weirdo, but not like a bad weirdo. Like I. We, we're all weird. I mean, Jack bought a dollar suit today and, and wore it on a live stream, right? You looks, know, it looks I, pretty good that you paid a dollar for it. Though. Trust. It only yeah, looks I, okay on Zoom if if I'm walking around. It's not wearable. Do you want to stand up for the camera? Do you want to stand up for the? I'm audience? not going to stand up for the camera. Why don't um, you stand up? I, I bought it for a Zoom interview. It's way too big. It's like a Talking Heads like stop making sense stop size suit. You may ask yourself. It's, yeah. <laughs> This is not my beautiful suit. Why, why do we think Max Juice is from Germany? Did he play in Germany or something? No, Struce. he played at DePaul. No, but he's not. I mean, he's not a he's not like a 22 year old, right? He's like 38 or something. Max Struess is 24 years old. No, That's yep. he's at least 32. Yep. Born in I feel like he played with six. I feel like he mentored Goran in Slovenia. OK, he played <laughs> in 2019 for the Bulls in their G League team, Windy City Bulls, and then uh, he tours ACL, and now he's with the Heat. Uh, played at, at Lewis College, Lewis University, and then DePaul, uh, where he played his collegiate career, and uh, he went to high school in Illinois. Paulos Hills. He spent some time in Germany. <laughs> what, I can't, like, there's, there's no way. How did this happen? Like, you talked about deporting him, and I just totally was like, yeah, he's he's German. I don't know why. Where did happened. I get this from? I don't know. I just totally believed you, and I rode with that. Why would anybody trust my Max? I don't know. You just said it with such report. authority. Uh, that's you weird. had such conviction. I feel like he was like, um, Gorog just shooting coach when he was in middle school. Like he looks older than Goron. <laughs> he does. Goron looks kind of like a baby sometimes, though. The wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might not be at the game this year, but you will be on in the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you the most options to wager than anyone else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, and with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore, Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility 
over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short-term list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try it with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Wait, can I highlight a comment real quick? Yes. Someone said that Jack's coat looks like it's made of 100% rat ass. I gotta explain. I gotta explain why it's a dollar. See that? That's a really good. That's a good uh, Chappelle show. Okay, the store is going out of business, and it doesn't have buttons. That's why it's a dollar. It's it's like legit. It's it's fine material wise. It's just not a wearable Uh suit. I needed something for a Zoom interview, and this is my Zoom suit now. Do you think? I I think. (laughs) I think that's. I mean, look. It's an ugly suit that may lose you the job. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get it. <laughs> like, yeah, who cares? Listen, ah, whatever. They asked for it and I did it. You know, what, what it wasn't the kind of job where I'm going to buy a $30 suit for. I'm not spending more than $30 yeah. suit. Is it corduroy? Uh, that looks like it's corduroy. It is corduroy. It's comfortable. It's 100% rad ass, according to Tick Tick Boom. It's Tick also says that code is the reason the store went out of business. <laughs> they sold nothing but that coat. <laughs> and that shirt Harry wore. We got to do that combination, Jack. You got to get the Harry shirt with the suit. Oh, God. I'm going to screenshot this and send it to Brass for uh, Photoshopping. No, just ask. Harry has to have the shirt. Ask him to mail it to you. <laughs> Are we still talking about James Harden at all? Or can we at least talk? What I would like to talk about and is. There is the, news that we didn't get to talk about from our well, last the report. Well, the reporting around it and, and how people are getting upset. Like, that's yeah, interesting. I actually want to get to that. Yeah. Like it, I, I thought you had a great tweet thread on it. Yeah, it's just it's kind of insane to me. It's like people don't know what reporting is. And listen, there are other things surrounding it, like the way that people are responding to some of the criticism that I understand. But at the end of the day, a report saying that the Heat are interested in James Harden. Is you can't go back afterwards when the Heat don't get James Harden and say the report was wrong. I could I could, I'm interested in a lot of shit. I'm interested in a new Lexus. I may not get the Lexus, but if you report that I'm interested in a Lexus, that is a correct and accurate report. So there are people out there, and I really, like, you know, I, I, I go hard for this stuff because people go after my man Leif, and that bothers me. I'm still friends with Ethan. People are going after Clutch Adam. All these guys over at Five Reasons and other people, you know, that are reporting this stuff, and that I know, I know for a fact that they have real sources that are telling them real information. And if those sources are telling them that the Heat want James Harden, but they're not willing to give up Duncan Robinson or the price is too high, and they don't get it's James seven Harden. players that they are asked for. It's, Plus it's accurate information. Like, everyone needs to stop. None, Clutch, Leif, uh, Ethan, who all, even Ash Nicole, who people are attacking her. <laughs> They, they never they never guaranteed that the Heat were getting James Harden. 
The only thing they told you is that the Heat are interested in James Harden. And if Barry and Ira and Tim Reynolds and all these people who are just mouthpieces for the organization come out and say that the Heat are no longer interested, you know what that is? It's a confirmation of the other guy's report. So, like, everyone needs to chill. Like, Keyword is no longer. Huh? Keyword is no longer. Yeah. If they are no longer, that means they weren't interested. That means the reports were accurate. Like everybody needs to chill. People get so amped up and they get in their feelings when your team doesn't get the free agent you want. Like that doesn't mean the reporting was wrong. Like learn the difference between a prediction, a guarantee and a report. There has not been a single guarantee out there that James Harden would play for the Miami Heat or Giannis for that matter. This is just how trade negotiations work. Like literally every time there's reporting on a trade negotiation, this is how it works. Because the thing about reporting is you have an infinite number of sources from an infinite number of sides. You had somebody in Houston reporting that Toronto and um, Boston were the front runners in the Houston trade. And I truly believe that somebody in the Houston organization probably told him that. Or an agent. Lie? Maybe. Yeah, an maybe agent. an agent. That's just how these things work. There's like an infinite number of truths. And maybe some of them don't pan out. And especially when you're talking about interest in a negotiation, like, I don't know. Like, to me, the Barry and Ira reports didn't even necessarily conflict with what Ethan and Adam at all reported. (laughs) It is a confirmation of their report, in fact. And, and, like, let's let's also understand that, like... Put that the Heat organization never actually, like, said anything to correct Ethan at all, and that's something that they mentioned on their live stream yesterday, which I did pay attention to. Like, they didn't confirm nor deny what they were saying. They didn't. They didn't say that they were going down the wrong path, which basically is just a, a, one way of them saying, "Yeah, you guys are pretty much right on your reporting." But we keep, we're not going to tell you that. But if you're going down the wrong path, they probably also, would. And if you're a Heat fan and you've been complaining that the price is too high, and then now the Heat are agreeing with you that the price is too high, and you're rubbing it in the faces of the people that were reporting that the Heat were after Harden, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, do you want the information or not? That's the part I never understand as a Heat fan. Like, I want the information. Give me all the rumors. I love this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, the more you sit there and attack the people that are giving you the information because it doesn't pan out the way you want it to pan out because you're in your own feelings, like, you are just going to dissuade them from coming from the next time around. Like, why would Clutch Adam want to do this again? And I know he's going to do it. You know what I mean? Because he this this is this is what he wants to do. But why would he want to do this again? Because the way he, the way he fans are acting, it's like it is a think, and that's what reporting is. And Jack, I think you said it in the chat last night. Reporting is a thankless, thankless job. But like people don't have to be dicks about this stuff. Well, apparently, he's getting threats in his DMs and shit, which is fucked up. Threats. My bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, no, were you dude, threatening I'll... Adam? <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, I still might get a call back on that interview, so play the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Alf, you made a great point, like, and especially like when you talked to you kind of use the analogy of like, you know, you're interested in a house and just because you don't close on the house doesn't mean that you didn't almost close on the house. Or that I wasn't and, interested in the first place. Yeah, it's like crazy. And, and like that's and, you know, I think we know that a lot of stuff that we know or that Leif knows or Adam knows doesn't get reported, right? Like they are very selective with what they put out there. They're not, I think, you know, and and if you look at what the Herald is doing and, and the, and the Sutton Sentinel, right? Obviously Barry and I and Ira and, 
and um, and Anthony are all very good reporters who are very responsible. And, and the organization knows that. And the organization sent a statement through them because they all said it. They all said the same thing, right? Which makes me think that you know they got an email on company letterhead saying something. And they all threw out the same report, which was an interesting strategy by the Heat. It wasn't like they tried to leak it to Barry only or I don't know. Everybody got it, right? They all reported the same thing at the same time, which is interesting to me. It was was a mass email. It was a mass email on letterhead, which and because they know that, you know, Barry and Anthony and Ira are all very respected, responsible journals like we're going to throw this out and this will be taken as fact. When people aren't taking what Ethan Skolnick says as fact, when the the dude is fucking Teflon in this industry. Do you guys not remember when Dwayne was leaving, how we all hung on every word that he said every waking moment, listening to his radio show for any update on Dwayne? Bro, he was that DMing Dwayne Wade, getting his information. That guy's information's good. That guy, that yeah, just like uh, Levitar was basically texting Pat Riley. Like, why are we At doubting At the same time, people? and they were dueling. I just want to say thanks yeah. to Strone03. Uh, yeah, the prime chat for uh, subscribing. He subscribed to his uh, Amazon Prime account, which everybody can do. By the way, it's free. Uh, you also, get one uh, free subscription. He, he messaged saying Ethan looks like he eats rocks. <laughs> that even me? You know that pod? Do that. If, if that that Clutch Adam pod from yesterday killed me with with Alex. And, yeah, they said uh, Ethan Lee windowed me. <laughs> which is racist because he's like the only black Jedi. Oh, only black Jedi. Ethan yeah. leaked the Ten Commandments. I that was funny. That was really. I listen. I I'm a I'm a Star Wars prequel apologist. I like them. Episode three is my favorite Star Wars movie. Alf, who likes Star Wars, probably hates that take. I'm not a big Star probably Wars fan. Probably the best prequel. Oh, I I I took you as a Star Wars guy. I just I've been consuming a ton of Star Wars content. Like I like the original uh the original three. I like Rogue Rogue One is my favorite outside the original three, and I'm starting like get into the um the uh, series. Yeah, like I think Thank that, you, JLO Gaming. Man, what's up? Oh, tier one. Oh, good job, JLO. Shout out um, to JLO. Mandalorian's actually pretty dope, but that and one, one the last thing I'm going to say about the whole sources thing because honestly, I've been battling, I've been fighting this battle on Twitter, um, and you know, I left five reasons, and it's not through any beef. If if you think it's beef, why would I be defending these guys the last two days? But I will tell you, and uh, compared to some other people. Those three guys, Leif, Adam, and Ethan, they double check and they talk to each other and they cross reference sources before they come out with with a report. It's not them pulling crap out of their ass. Believe me, it's not coming okay. from just one source. No, it's du- they double source everything. They get the information from one source and then they bring it up to another. So this is what reporting basically is. And I went to journalism school. You get your source to give you information. And then you kind of try to find two other sources to confirm that information. So you have three sources on the record saying, yes, that's legit. And then you report that. Like taxes. Someone said, how do I transfer my ALF donation for five reasons to MHB? Is there paperwork? Tick, tick, boom, I'll send you an email. (laughs) We'll send send you an invoice. Send me me your Venmo account. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> remember, remember, chat, remember, listeners, we worked with Leif for well, like five years. And we also worked with Ethan for a few of those. We know how the sausage is made and uh, people aren't pulling shit out of their ass. Like, oh, yeah, those text strings are awesome. Those like are that Jimmy time. Butler trade saga. Legit the best. Yeah, that's fun. And you learn how negotiations happen in real time. Just like people need to chill out and just learn to have fun. Like, just don't like. And I, I by the way, I believe that Riley said 
fuck you to Houston and said, hey, you want to be like, just like he did to Tom Thibodeau, call me back when you want to be serious because, you know, gutting the team, yeah. literally every rotation player you have for James Harden isn't negotiations by Houston. You're just, you're fucking doing a ransom. That's not how this works. You want to know what's Yeah. Somebody Killard 456 in- says, if you can read the tea leaves and understand the Heat's front office and how they operate, you know that what they've been saying is legit, which is Absolutely. exactly right. Um, my favorite comment so far in the chat is that I didn't, the guy says, I, I can't, I can't find it, but he said he didn't want Harden, but now that he's watching the Nets, he's like, fuck it. We need Harden. Uh, oh, <laughs> Ninjared, Ninjared underscore CJ. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 I didn't Harden, but my God, the Nets are scary as fuck. We need him. Yeah. The, the, uh, the Nets just dropped 40 points in the first quarter. But you They're know, it's okay. Mo Harkless got this. Yeah, exactly. Mo, as Sedano told me, Mo Harkless is going to be fine. Who needs a top five player? Fuck you have that. We got Mo Harkless, baby. Mo Harkless. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for coming to stream. Thank you so much to Alf and Jack for making the time. I know it's late over there in Spain, and we all kind of did this on short notice. Tomorrow, remember, post-game show, hangover time. Be there as soon as the buzzer sounds. We have a special Twitch. guest. Uh, we have a special guest. I'll announce it tomorrow. I don't know if it's that big of a deal, but it's, it's somebody it's that... It's a big all- deal. I think it's it's somebody that all you guys like. I mean, it's impossible not to like the guy. Um, We're going to try to have a special guest at least once a week. Somebody outside of the Heat Beat universe. Um, We'll have Tiffany. uh, It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Exactly. Uh, It'll be me, Tiffany Meeks, uh, Solana, and uh, who else? Alex. I I can't say his last name. Musubai. Musubai. I call him Muscle Baby in the uh, is it just Moose now? Just call him Moose. Just call him yeah. Moose. Okay. So it'll be Moose, Solana, me, Tiffany Meeks, and a special guest. And then next week we're gonna have Siobhan back on the show. You guys love Siobhan and her first uh, premiere show in the second preseason game. So we'll have her back. Uh, like I said, we're looking at guys like Sedano, Izzy Gutierrez, Mike Ryan, um, Evan Cohen. We're gonna have a lot of special guests for you on Hangover Time. So check us out. Alf books better than we do, Brian. We gotta step up. I got, got Salmon Hill. To... What, what is what is what is Alf done better than Salmon Hill? <laughs> what have you done I'll for wait. us lately? I will wait. What have you done for us lately? What have you done for us lately, Brian? I've got one thing to plug. It's not me, but um, I just listened before this pod because I thought I could steal from con- some content. Um, to Locked On Heat, they had an interview with Kelly Olynyk. It was pretty good. It was really interesting hearing about like the Heat's bubble situation. Um. I think if you're interested in hearing from Kelly Olenek, give it a listen. David tried to trade me away to Raptors Twitter today. I don't. I don't want to hear anything from David. Dead to me. Support. Dead to support me. David Ramil, even though he looks like a serial killer. I got something else to plug. <laughs> I was I gonna end the show his, on that, Brian, and you ruined it. I said that to plug? his face numerous times, by the way. Yeah, so. Barry Jackson <laughs> tweeted yesterday, which I only think. Why? Why did we yesterday. talk about this? He said that Barry the Jackson executive, tweeted that Rama looks like a serial killer. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just end the show.